Hello, T-West family and friends. Thank you for tuning in again, where we take time to refocus, refresh, and reflect on God's Word and practical ways to apply it to our lives. My name is Karen, and this week we are going to be focusing on meaningful prayer. Hope you're blessed. This week's devotion is taken from blogster Barb Lounsbury. Let us pray. Loving Father, we are asking again for your presence to be with us on this message. We want to get to know you. Teach us something about yourself and help us to grow in and through Christ Jesus today. Amen. In the blog post, it says... I have this vivid memory of a prayer night I participated in back in my college days. So vivid that all these years later, I still remember it. We were all down on our knees, huddled together closely in a circle. We were slowly making our way around, with each person praying about whatever was on their hearts. It was a little intimidating hearing everyone's prayers. I wondered if my prayer would be as good or as thoughtful if I would be perceived as being spiritual enough or deep enough. My turn came and I did my best to pray in earnest, to really lay my heart out there as I prayed for others and for God's kingdom to grow. I worked not to use filler words or to insert too many Father God phrases. I tried to pray long and meaningfully. When I was finished, I felt sort of proud, like I had done a good job and honored the Father. And so it continued around the circle, with each of us striving in much the same way. There were lots of words, lots of great prayers. But there was also a lot of comparing going on, as many of us weighed where we stacked up against each other. Then, toward the end of the circle, we came to a new believer. It was her turn to pray. And while I can't remember her exact words, what I clearly remember was her posture. Her prayer went something like this. Lord, um, hi. I don't really know what to say. I'm, um, like really new at this? Long pause. I'm really humbled to be around all these great women. They, um, they have these amazing prayers and this amazing faith in you, Father God. Then there was another really long pause. Quiet tears began to splash silently onto her tightly folded hands. She continued, I'm just so grateful to you, like, I can't believe you chose me to be yours. Another long pause. I, um, I just really want to honor you, God. Please help me grow. I know my prayer isn't, um, very great. But I want you to know that I, well, 
I love you. Amen. Her heart was humble. Her gratitude was palatable. Her words were simple and few. There was no eloquence, no meaningful exegesis, but her words cut me to the quick. Their heartfelt simplicity highlighted how foolish my need to impress was. Of all the other prayers around me, hers was the one that I was most impacted by. Those of us who would count ourselves as, quote, spiritually mature, end quote, gathered at the table to discuss the night, and we all landed back at this one woman's simple, heartfelt prayer, challenged and set free by it all at once. This young Christian changed my prayers forever moving forward. I still love to pray with other people. The way they view and interact with God grows my perspective and helps me to stretch and keep smashing the tiny boxes I'm inclined to put God into for my own sense of comfort. Mostly, I've learned that laying out the honesty of my heart out before the Lord, whether alone or in front of others, is a profound and beautiful thing. So there are two scriptures that really drive these lessons home for me. The first is Proverbs 10 verse 19. The more talk, the less truth. The wise measure their words. This reminds me to make space to listen to God, both in prayer and in Bible study. It reminds me I don't need to have the last word or the most impacting word. That's a place best reserved for the Father. My job is to be genuine. The other scripture comes directly from Jesus. Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee stood by himself and prayed, Oh God, I thank you that I am not like other people, robbers, evildoers, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week and I give a tenth of all I get. But the tax collector stood at a distance. He would not even look up to heaven, but beat his breast and said, God, have mercy on me, a sinner. I tell you that this man, rather than the other, went home justified before God. For all those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. Luke 18, verse 10 to 14. What God is most interested in is my heart. It's my posture of humility that matters. And humility includes an unflinching honesty before him. He knows it all anyways, but there's a power that comes from honest confessions before him that is transformative. Take some time over the next few days to ask God about your prayer life with him. What might he want to hear more of from you, or perhaps less of? How would he say you're doing with being genuine with him, or for making space to listen so he can speak life into you? Thank you again for tuning in where we take time to refocus, refresh, and reflect. Before you go, let's meditate on this song, Alabaster Box by C.C. Winans. Let us pray. Father, thank you for continually teaching me what matters most. I can be insecure or competitive sometimes, and that is so far from your heart. Yet, you take me just as I am with all my wounds, scars, and fears. You cherish me and love me completely even in the midst of my worst moments. I am humbled by that. 
Help me to fight to grab a hold of that powerful love, to make space to not just hear you, but to listen and obey so you can move me forward toward greater growth and healing. I am in awe of your love, Father. Thank you for it. Amen. Well, we hope you were blessed, and we'll see you next time. She felt such pain. Some spoke in anger. Heard folks whisper, there's no place here for God. Still on she came through the shame that flushed her face. Until at last she knelt before his feet. And though she spoke no words, everything she said was heard. As she poured her love for the master from her box of alabaster. And I've come to pour my praise on him like all from Mary's alabaster Don't be angry if I wash his feet with my tears and I dry them with my hair. You weren't there the night he found me. You did not feel what I felt when he To the sin that had me bound I spent my days Pouring my life without measure Into a little treasure box I thought I found Until the day When Jesus came to me And healed my soul with the wonder of his touch. So now I'm giving back to him all the praise he's worthy of. I've been forgiven, and that's why I love him so much. And I've come to Don't be angry if I wash his feet with my tears.